I want to talk a little bit about groceries in this country because we know that we have been paying a premium for groceries. There's not a lot of competition in the grocery sector in Canada. And what's really brought that to light even more than it has been in the most in the last recent months is this grocery rebate that some Canadians are eligible for. So about 11 million Canadians eligible to receive this rebate as of yesterday. Low to modest income households are eligible for this. So if your household income is less than $38,000, or if you're an individual and your income is less than $32,000, you're eligible to receive this. But a lot of people now looking at this and saying, maybe this money would be better served investing in some diversity in our grocery sector, creating maybe a little bit more competition so Canadians across the board are better off as a whole. So we're going to get into that conversation with our guest right now, who's an assistant professor and director at the Food Health Ecosystems Lab at Toronto Metropolitan University, Dr. Sarah Elton. Dr. Elton, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for making the time. Oh, hello. Nice to be with you on the show today. Let's just define exactly what's going on in our grocery sector in Canada, because we've been hearing more and more conversation and more chatter over the last, the recent months about this. There's really not a lot of competition when it comes to where Canadians can purchase their groceries or where they're being supplied from. No, it's true. There are five big brand stores that are big brand companies that that dominate our grocery sector. Seventy six percent of our our of retail food retail happens in in those five uh, companies. Now, you might think that there's more diversity because, for example, Loblaws has thirteen different uh, store names that they that that they sell under. So the consumer might think, oh well, it's no frills. Um, versus uh, law laws is different, but it's actually um, it, it's it's all comes to the same sure. that same company. So not great news then when it comes to the purchasing power that Canadians don't really have in this sector. So why is introducing more competition so important, and how realistic is that? Well. Uh, what I study is how the role of independence and small retail in in in, in food supply chains in Toronto. So, um, what, last week the Competition Bureau of Canada, which is an independent law enforcement agency, they released a report, and in their report they said we think that more competition is going to bring down price um, because they said more diversity in places that people can go that might that might affect price that's that's their idea Um, and so i study well what happens how uh, in ontario how do we actually have quite a good um, diversity in the city of toronto where i live of of uh, small and independent stores that buy from, and this is important, the Ontario Food Terminal. So what I study is are the supply chains for fruits and vegetables that come into the Ontario Food Terminal, which is a a piece of public infrastructure created by the provincial government way back in 1954 to, um, well, basically to help the food system to be a place where where small players could play in the game. Um, And so we still have this institution that operates and fruits and vegetables are sold there from Ontario farms, from Quebec farms, um, other farms too in Canada, as well as 
there are wholesale houses that import fruits and vegetables from around the world. They come, it comes into this into the terminal six days a week, and this is again a public institution. And so, any small like if I ha- had a small corner grocery store, I just pay two hundred and seventy five bucks for a two year pass. I can go and buy my fruits and vegetables there. So I have this. The, the, I have this piece of public infrastructure that allows me to play in the retail game, to, to compete as a business, so as if I were selling. You wrote in really great detail about this in an article for The Globe and Mail. You can check it out at theglobeandmail.com if you want to read a little bit more about this, Ched Nation. But define for us a little bit, when we're talking about these um, these markets, how that compares to a, a farmer's market. Are these the same as that? So, so we can kind of visualize and understand right. what it is that we're talking about? Yes, great question, because I know I'm speaking to Alberta right now, but um, in even in Toronto, like I teach uh, food systems to students in Toronto, and I research them, and most of them have never heard of the Ontario Food Terminal. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll explain what it is. It's like, and then I can answer your question about farmer's markets. So it's the third largest wholesale produce marketplace in North America, the, the largest in Canada, um, and it's just, it's just like a base, like looks like a, a giant warehouse. You, you barely notice it if you, you drive by it on the highway by it. It's right in, in the suburb of Etobicoke, um, or the inner suburb of Etobicoke in the city. Um, and that is different. That's wholesale, so you have to be a a caterer or a restaurant they also shop there chefs go there as well as small and independent supermarkets um but and sometimes um uh sellers we call them flea markets those are different from farmers markets so in uh, we also have farmers markets those would be more where farmers themselves Mm. show up okay sell food to the public um just to make things a little confusing, there is a farmer's market at the Ontario Food Terminal, but that's wholesale. So those are farmers who have like 600 acres of vegetable crops. They drive some of their crops to the terminal and then they sell it to small independent grocers. So the idea is something like the Ontario Food Terminal and the way that it operates to supply Canadians with fresh produce could be an answer to try to create a little bit more competition in our grocery sector, if I'm understanding you right. Exactly. So if so, the, there were more public terminals around uh, North America. There are there are still some, but but some of them have closed. They've gone out of fashion as this as the corporate grocery sector has grown. And uh, so what could happen is governments could say, hey, wait a second, this is a really good piece of infrastructure that we could open in our city and we, or we could fund. It's, it's not run by the government. It's run by an arm's length organization that runs it independently at arm's length from the government. So it's not, it's not, it's not government control. Um, but this organization could set up a hub as they are, as, as I've learned that they're people are thinking about doing in Halifax right now, where we can create this marketplace where Farmers and wholesalers and importers, et cetera, people, all these different buyers and sellers can come together and they have this marketplace so they don't have to shop, for example, from the wholesale subsidiaries of the big chains that, that, that sell, that in some places sell to, to the independents as well. And then a consumer could essentially come in, purchase from one of these terminals and not be paying a premium or be suspicious of gouging like we've seen in our grocery stores over the recent months. So I'm curious if a, if a wholesaler is selling products at one of these terminals, are they, are they taking a hit? Is it in a wholesaler's best interest to sell to one of these public markets rather than to a grocery store and to a big chain? Good question. 
mentioned. So the, the when I interview farmers who sell at, at, at the terminal or wholesale businesses, and their job is to import from farms, let's say, in Mexico and the United States and, and sell them to independent grocers here in, in uh, Canada, when I speak to these folks, they are they they credit the terminal as 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 central to their businesses so too when i interview the grocery store owners or the little tiny shop on the corner that sells fruits and vegetables uh, they also say i couldn't do this without the terminal so there's this whole other ecosystem of uh, independent and small businesses that operate because of the terminal allows them Mm, to access these supply chains and that's what as a consumer i benefit because now i can choose like uh, when I when I when I was reading the Competition Bureau's report and I was reading about how other Canadian how most Canadians shop at the supermarket, I was reflecting on it, think, oh, I don't I don't have to do that. I can walk from my house where I live and shop at, at many because I live in Toronto. I realize and location is is matters too. But I can I could shop at the big box supermarkets, but actually I have all this choice of these small independent mom and pop little stores where I buy my fruits and vegetables and, and other things because they have access to these supply chains so they can sell me uh, pomegranate from Turkey or broccoli from Mexico without having to have their own relationships with farmers in Turkey and Mexico which would obviously not be possible right so how do we then implement that across the country because you know I think people are at the point where they're ready to shop where their dollar is going to stretch the most and I think the loyalty to certain chains and certain grocery stores is really waning so how do we implement something like this to create some more competition and better prices for people we all have to buy food I want to get into that conversation with you as we continue Dr. Elton but we do to take a very short break so we'll be right back in just two minutes talking about trying to create some competition amongst our grocers here in Canada. Our guest is the assistant professor and director at Food Health Ecosystems Lab at Toronto Metropolitan University, Dr. Sarah Elton. We'll be right back with her in three minutes. How can we create some more competition when it comes to buying groceries across Canada? Our guest is Assistant Professor and Director of the Food Health Ecosystems Lab at Toronto Metropolitan University, Dr. Sarah Elton, who has been patiently waiting on hold for the last couple of minutes. Uh, Dr. Elton, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh, very happy to be here. So you study public markets. The Ontario Food Terminal is a, is a place that you've mentioned now a couple of times in our conversation. You wrote about it in theglobeandmail.com. Let's talk about how we could implement something like this like a food market or a food terminal to be available to all Canadians across the board is that something that's realistic or are we really far away from that becoming a reality well I think it's something that different levels of government could look at as a as a way that they can invest in creating the infrastructure for a food system where there could be better access to healthy fruits and vegetables for all Canadians. So it definitely would have to be, if to keep it public, when that's key, it's a public piece of infrastructure, and so it makes space for different size players. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's just would be policy decisions and, and governments making the choice um, to 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 create these new, new newer institutions. The, the Ontario Food Terminal was started in 1954. There's no reason why there can't be more terminals set up in different parts of the country um, to, to create these, these, market, these wholesale marketplaces. Again, it wouldn't be for people like you and me to go do our shopping, but we benefit because small in, and independent businesses are able to go buy wholesale um, and have really good daily access to to fresh fresh fruits and vegetables and then 
we can go to the stores. They'll have a choice of stores we go to to buy from. Would it be expensive to set these up? What would the investment look like? You know, I think that we ha- we are a very wealthy country, and so we just have to decide what our priorities are and where we put our money. Well, and that goes back to, you know, where we started this conversation talking about the grocery rebate that al- about 11 million Canadians are eligible to receive. The argument now being that perhaps that money that's being spent on this rebate could be better spent trying to create more competition, like implementing something like what you're describing. Do you agree with that sentiment? Well, what I like about investing in public infrastructure is that it's it's not just for today, it's for generations. And so if, if the government is thinking about food systems from this systems perspective and structurally and publicly, then like all sorts of people can benefit. And, and I, I know we're talking about grocery prices because that's what people really feel every day. But the other benefit that I see at the Ontario Food Terminal is that it also supports farmers and it And and the Ontario farmers who sell there, they have a really good market. Everyone I speak to there who sells their stuff, they say, I can sell for a higher price here at at the Ontario Food Terminal, as in the farmer makes more money. And that's important, too. Um, because we will, we need rural communities uh, to thrive, um, just like we need urban people who live in cities to thrive, and and everyone needs to 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 prosper, um, and, and 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 in a sustainable way. So if we have this public infrastructure, we might be able to have more control over what our food system looks like. That's the hope, and we can we can think about things not beyond just food, how much we're paying at the at the grocery store, but also what about um, fairness and equity sure. uh, for, for everybody and, and the conditions that farmers work in and, and farm laborers who are guest workers here from other countries and sustainability. Like once we're thinking about the whole infrastructure of the food system and we have a way to think about, have a conversation about it, we can talk about a lot of other issues that are also important. Dr. Elton, thank you so much for your great insight on this topic. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Of course. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. That's Dr. Sarah Elton, Assistant Professor and Director of the Food Health Ecosystems Lab at Toronto Metropolitan University. She wrote a great article talking about the Ontario Food Terminal and public markets, how they could work and how they do serve um, wholesalers and farmers in such a great way. And this could be an option to create some more competition when it comes to where Canadians are getting their groceries from, at least how they're sourced 